Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, August 4th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Levana Protocol AMA with Jonathan Karras, Dragon Hodel, Beach Dragon, and more. Let's take a listen. Okay, so we're going to wait a few minutes before we start, and hopefully everybody can hear me okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Levana AMA. I am your host, Dragon Hodel, and we have here the one and only Big Brain. We're going to wait a little bit as some of you pile in before we jump into the AMA that I know all of you are looking so forward to. But if I can get a show of hands in the audience, who here was uh, affected by the Solana thing. Maybe give me like any type of emoji or reaction. All right, looks like we all got away from it. I'm seeing a lot of familiar faces or PPs, I should say. It's really great seeing everyone here. Hey, Zachary. Hey, Running Cut. Hey, E-Online. Who else do I recognize? It's always funny when someone changes their PP and it's like, the, the name looks familiar, but I don't recognize that monkey. So it's, a, it's the equivalent, um, you know, my, hi, this is uh, Jonathan Karras. They, they uh, gave me the, 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 the um, access to the Levana account. So uh, you guys have to put up with me today. But today, you know, my wife wears a, a wig and she has like a, a few different wigs of different colors. And so we'll, she'll be at events and sometimes like she'll be a blonde and sometimes a brunette and sometimes like bright pink or purple hair. And so it reminds me of that same experience. Like what you described is that people will look at her and be like, I think I know who you are, but I don't really recognize you. That's like the a digital equivalent of changing your profile picture. That's fair. I I, I think I I uh, I suffer from a very mild version of being face blind. I saw this documentary where there are people that have trouble recognizing faces. Now I'm I'm probably on the level of one to if it was on a scale of one to ten, maybe I'm on the level of one or two, but. I can be in a networking event and introduce myself to the same person twice. Um, uh, I've done that, especially if you're, if you're, if you have like a goal of uh, introducing yourself to like 200 people, you know, I always try and hit like a number at these types of events. So I have been guilty on more than one occasion of someone being like, especially if it's a two day event. I mean, then it's like game over, you know, you come the next day and people are like, yeah, we just met yesterday. 
They're like, oh, right. Yeah, that's great. Two, two, two days, especially if there's a happy hour involved, I get it. But I'm talking about like a three-hour thing in a room with 100 <laughs> people. <laughs> um, I, it's not good, but which is kind of just kind of interesting being um, I make my living by saying hello to people. That that is true. That is true. There's a so we can yeah we can we can talk about that. There's actually like little devices with cameras on them that you wear around your neck that uh, are designed to do to to scan the faces of the people that you talk to at events, and then makes like a a list um, for you at the end of the event and tells you if you see somebody that you saw before the last time that you saw them. That's pretty interesting technology. I would pay for that, but on that note, I do think that. Um, we're eight minutes in from the scheduled time, so maybe we should get going. Get starting. Started, starting, started. Um, do you have the just the notes stock in front of you? I sent it in the... Yes. Okay. Yes, I I got it. So we got uh, some really cool talking points today. So let's... Uh, what's the, what do you want to uh, talk about first? Right. So I think we, the, we can start with... Uh, the the what's going on at Levana? We'll go through the flow of the Levana DeFi, Levana GameFi coming soon to GameFi, and then we'll also want to really hear your thoughts on the Solana hack. So that will will end. We'll wrap up with that. Um, so, but to start, um, if we can touch on the 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 Discord game that we've launched. Yes, there's a really exciting multi-stage. Discord game that is open for anybody to play. It doesn't cost anything. It's really easy to get set up. You just go into our Discord. There's a special channel for it. If you can't find it, check out the announcements and you'll see a link with a nice PDF that explains exactly how to play. It's uh, There's a lot of different prizes, uh, including five dragon eggs, which will be released in the near future on the Juno network. And everybody is welcome to come onto our Discord and play the game. It's called The Road to Unwrecked. And it's a game that for a, uh, the average person, it shouldn't take that long to play. It might be a couple sessions, but it's a lot of fun. And you can also go into some of the specific channels or into the general channel and try and compare strategies. It's non, um, it's a, it's not uh, competitive. It's uh, you're going to play over time and then just achieve certain milestones, um, get certain coins and there's uh, which is all just a virtual currency within the game. It doesn't have any uh, real world value. And you're uh, then going to, you know, you, uh, you're going to work your way up until, um, you uh, complete the game, and then you'll be eligible um, for uh, the uh, raffle for the you know the ultimate prizes. So it's it's a lot of fun, and I highly recommend that you jump into our Discord and uh, and check it out. And again, you're going to want to go into Discord and then go into the announcements channel, um, and then you will see at the top. Um, I'm just a uh, uh, hopping into our Discord now, so we can tell people the the correct um, you know the the correct places to look, and you'll also see about halfway down or a third of the way down um, on the channels. There's a section called Road to Unwrecked, and you'll see the ticker flag, um, the the checkered flag with Start Game here, and then underneath it you'll see the various different games and the Dragon Bank and the Wrecked Shop 
uh, and you'll be able to come back and play. And it's a game that, uh, that um, motivates you to come back and play it uh, day after day. So highly recommend that you go and check it out and uh, share it with your friends as well. Thank you. And on that note, talking about friends, I have been spending a lot of time with my new friends in the Juno Discord. And some feedback that I've gotten is that, you know, how do how does Juno get involved with Levana? So maybe you can touch on that. So the focus, yeah, I see this as a pain point um, that uh, Levana has been struggling with. And I think that um, we're very excited as the uh, as our NFTs uh, land on Juno to be able to open up the community to new people. You know, we've had a lot of requests of saying, well, how do I get an egg? You know, I wasn't on Terra. So how do I get started? So definitely the first place to get started is by coming onto the Discord and coming and talking to, to people there. It's, we're very community focused. And the, uh, the fastest way to really get up to speed is to uh, read our blog post and, and join our Discord. Follow us on uh, Twitter, which you're probably already following because you're listening here. And uh, we're working on an updated website, which is going to show uh, our future vision and and how what we're excited about about Juno and about the Cosmos ecosystem. Um, we released our first set of games on Discord, uh, and there will be more to come. Um, and uh, a new onboarding experience, which will help people get familiar with uh, what our goals are and what it is that we're building and how you can own uh, an, a Levana NFT and how you can participate in uh, the Levana DeFi products uh, that we'll be releasing soon. And again, if, if you aren't on our Discord, it's the friendliest place on the planet. And so you should just uh, come fly right over. And we have virtual happy hours uh multiple times a day and also dance parties if you wonder what that is you'll just have to come into the discord to find out but on that note of DeFi and GameFi, we have both features people keep asking us when perps when options can you share so, anything on sure. that so um this sunday actually we spun up our testnet meaning we got it off of a um, a, a single machine that uh, was running on a dev's computer. Um, and it is, uh, it's being, I, I suspect sometime next week, it will be, uh, the testnet will be hosted on a cloud infrastructure. Um, so, you know, hopefully that will be in about a week's time. And we've gone through a lot of uh, product iterations around the uh, options trading protocol. We think that the options is probably going to be the first uh, protocol that comes to uh, public testnet uh, on Juno and then uh, are connected to Juno. Um, and then soon after that, so I'd say once we are, uh, let's, let's estimate timeframes. Let's say that uh, next week the testnet, um, the, the cloud infrastructure testnet uh, is up and running. Um, and that will be uh, so. Then it'll probably be about a week afterwards. Uh, we will have the uh, the public uh, testing and quality assurance for um, uh, options, and then uh, roughly, uh, I'm going to say 
let's say about two weeks after um, we're happy with the testnet of options, then we'll release um, the uh, the trading module for Perps. Perps has a couple different uh, elements to it, a couple different screens. So the first is uh, the is the trading, which if you've ever traded on FTX or um, Binance or um, if you or have used uh, GMX, so you'll be familiar with uh, that user interface and you'll be able to trade and take long positions and short positions. Um, we will probably launch it first with one asset. Um, you know, it'll you'll have access uh, just on testnet, so it's just it's not real money, but there'll be a faucet, so you'll be able to get it, uh, Osmosis tokens or or Juno tokens, um, and then what we're um, really excited about um, is uh, once we have a few hundred people playing with it, and the feedback is uh, generally good, both around the stability of the product and the functionality of it, uh, stability of it, uh, then we'll open up the trading competition. And I don't want to spoil too much about how the trading competition is, uh, works, but if you have any experience with uh, trading options or with trading perps, um, you're going to have a lot of fun, uh, hopefully winning uh, in these competitions and uh, winning prizes. And then, so you can think of this as like an incentivized testnet. So our first stage is just the QA testnet of just uh, just actually testing it. And then the second stage is the incentivized testnet. And everybody that participates, everybody that opens position or trades um, is, you know, there's going to be um, a, uh, a some type of a prize just for participating. And then if you win the comp, if you actually win the competition, um, which we'll describe in a future AMA, um, and in various blog posts, uh, then there will be additional prizes. Um, so you're super excited to, to bring that to market. Well, this sounds like alpha trading competition. This is cool. Yeah. And I'm um, actually going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to leak a little bit more alpha on, um, I'm just, uh, I'm going to send over, uh, some screenshots, um, or I'll ask one of the devs to send over some screenshots to show what the user interface, um, for, both perps and uh, uh, options look like, so you can even just uh, get familiar with it and just uh, take take a look and you know um, share some feedback if you if you have any about uh, the user interface. It's designed to be a little bit simpler than other platforms, um, and it's uh, but yet at the same time familiar if you're coming from the world of Robinhood or coming from the world of uh, of GMX or perpetual finance. I I. I... I have to share that uh, I'm right now in the Juno Discord, and everyone is very upset that I don't sound like a turtle or a chicken. They what feel does rugged. a turtle sound like? <laughs> what does a turtle say? I, I um, have to. I've told you this in the past, but I have two pet turtles, and um, oh. they they have never once made any noises. I mean, sometimes you you hear their shells clunking against each other, but uh, but apart from that, completely silent. <laughs> their shells clunking that's yeah that's i like to do that in my pastime i i clunk my shell with uh, other turtles um i i maybe maybe near the end of the show i'll make some chicken sounds so that they can believe me <laughs> that it's me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so then so we touched on on DeFi, um on perps going on to testnet and then public beta options and the competition now 
the juicy stuff, which is Levana GameFi and Juno. Can we touch on that? Oh, so there is. Um, that's, that's a great, uh, you know, great uh, segue. So the cave is now open and it is connected to Juno on mainnet. It's constantly being updated. You know, we're adding features to it regularly. Uh, the games are going to be coming soon. We actually have a brand new game, um, which is a mini game. If you played um, the Salim side scroller adventure in the past um, or some of the other puzzles that we had, uh, then you'll be familiar uh, with uh, these types of games. And so if you haven't gotten involved with the cave, so then uh, I highly recommend uh, you go in and check that out. Um, the website is dragons.lavana.finance. Um, we started one of the, the, the feature and functionality that's there today is that we started the uh, warp initiation. Um, and we, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's still just, it's not open to the general public. You had to have been um, one of our rec users uh, from Terra, but we already have over 1,100 unique Juno wallets that are connected. And our community has uh, already rescued more than 3,000 dragons that were uh, trapped on Terra. So if you have a dragon wallet, don't forget to come to dragons.lavana.finance to initiate the warp in the cave and then make sure that you've solidified, um, you've successfully moved your dragon over to Juno. The, the minting event um, will be free um, on Juno. So if you successfully um, ha- took your dragon wallet and then salvaged uh, your dragon on Terra and then, uh, and then brought it over through the cave, onto Juno, so then you will, when we do the minting event on Juno, so you will get uh, a, a, your Dragon Egg um, uh, for free as, as part of the, the mass uh, minting event. So um, don't forget to initiate the warp in the cave. Come with us. And that website, again, is dragons.lavana.finance. Thank you. So but yeah. what does this mean for Juno community who does not have a Dragon wallet and wants to get involved because I think that's a big question. So we we hear you, um, and we are uh, we are planning right now a um, uh, a, a launch event um, where you will be able to participate in a gamified uh, NFT release to be able to get a Lavana Dragon Egg. Uh, more details will come soon. I know the product team is still uh, working on the nuances of the game mechanics and uh, the game theory behind the release. But uh, stay tuned because we will be uh, releasing details with uh, timing on that. You know, our, our larger scale, um, just to look at uh, the, the whole GameFi part that uh, is coming, is that we've got the warping, which will be minted early September. So it's roughly a month from now. Um, we've got hatching, uh, which will come. Uh, about a month after that, um, Alchemy is a game that uh, is uh, it's a fun game for combinations and discoveries of different assets. And it's, it's a very um, kind of like a techie uh, blockchain game. So that should be coming um, in a few weeks. And then uh, we're looking at uh, the uh, NFT distribution, which will be open, which will be the first time that uh, that participants on Juno will actually be able to get those that didn't come from Terra will be able to get 
uh, Dragon Egg. So that'll be called Catch the Dragon. Uh, and so we'll have more info to, to announce in, in the next couple of weeks. I mentioned the side scroller that's coming up. Um, so that'll be a game that you'll be able to play. You'll be able to connect your Juno wallet to it. Uh, and, you know, if, if you grew up in the uh, heydays of uh, Nintendo and side scrollers, uh, games like Mega Man um, and the such, then you'll be very familiar with it. Um, and uh, then we've got the trading competition, which will be a DeFi focused game. Uh, and then we're starting to migrate over the games that uh, we had built originally from Terra. Um, the first games um, uh, will uh, you should check out in the in Dragons.Levana.Finance, and you should check back uh, um, repeatedly because as the games are ready and tested, then they'll become available. Um, and uh, that's that's uh, as far as I can tell in terms of what the devs have planned for the um for the game fi um you know we're we're putting a lot of focus on uh on defi and, and very excited to to talk about um in a future ama uh some of the nuances of uh, our perpetual platform and and how we've really been focusing on innovating in that space um but we'll save that for a dedicated uh kind of more math focused uh ama which uh, I'm, I'm sure all of you guys are super excited to hear well, that's actually, it's a, it's interesting timing that you bring it up because one question from Juno did come in with the technical question about their perpetual swap and specifically the cloud infrastructure. And I think that we, uh, I'll just say, uh, I'll share with him the Twitter spaces for when we do touch on that um, more technical side. So with that, I think that we've wrapped up the Levana updates which means that we can listen to you talk about what happened on Solana, but also I want to open up the floor to anyone that has questions um, about what we just discussed, the alpha that we just shared. So if you do want to come up, make a request. Um, but while we wait for any questions, Jonathan, if you want to share uh, about Solana. Oh, I promise, Beach, I wouldn't uh, go off on a, a, a monologue, a long-winded monologue. Um, so I will, I'll try and keep this uh, uh, short. Um, it's, uh, it's interesting that, it, first of all, that it's called uh, a Solana bug because it, it really was a wallet bug. And as I'm sure all of you are familiar with, is that there's a concept called not your keys, not your coins. Um, but another, which means that whoever owns the keys to a to the to the the coinbase uh, whoever owns the keys um that uh have the address um that has access to a certain cryptocurrency that by definition means that they own those coins so now the question is is that if your keys get compromised so then whoever was able to steal your keys now really owns your coins now there's two things that they can do. They can sit as like a sleeper agent and not um, touch the coins, but really still they have custody of those coins because whoever owns the keys actually owns the coins. And what happened on um, these uh, the the Solana wallet um, was that there was a uh, there there was an exploit in the code, and the team is still. Uh, hasn't released exactly how it happened. They're they're working with auditors to to figure it out. Um, 
It could have been through uh, a corrupt library that they used or a library that had an exploit. Um, there's a million different ways uh, that you can end up with uh, accidentally leaking this type of information. Um, it can even just be from like a dev logging uh, utility that was just accidentally kept in and then that was exploited. Um, and so what, what ended up happening was uh, thousands of private keys ended up getting leaked to a bad actor. And then that bad actor began um, very swiftly moving funds out of the, um, the owners of those wallets and into a few different accounts. And then it kind of went through the same uh, song and dance that you have with, uh, you know, with uh, stolen coins is that they'll end up in some type of a, a mixer and then they'll end up being over to exchanges and there'll probably be an investigation. Um, and you know, cries for better regulation and, and all kinds of things of that nature. Um, it was really uh, unfortunate. There really is no, there's nothing that a chain can do uh, to really pre uh, prevent this because if there is an exploit in uh, a wallet, especially if it's a popular wallet, then that, um, that, that's playing by the rules because the definition of crypto is whoever has access to the keys has access to the coins. Um, that's what self-custody means. So. It's a, a very uh, scary series of events. And this particular uh, wallet um, in, uh, in question actually had a way to import your keys uh, from Ethereum wallets. Uh, so then that meant that some users, not only did they lose all of their assets on Solana, but also their Ethereum wallets got swiped as well. Um, so it's probably one of the... Um, it's probably one of the, the most detrimental um, hacks that you can have because um, there's, there's, no, there, there's no way to stop it. It's, you know, we don't know going back in time how many uh, wallets that they actually were able to compromise. Um, but they, you know, they, they did steal, I forget the, the exact number, I know it was thousands of individual users' uh, assets. Um, and it is, I think that this is, um, in that what this really focuses on, uh, one of the challenges of wallet makers uh, in general is that it's that because wallets have um, either no direct monetization uh, method or very difficult monetization method. So there's, uh, it's, it's difficult for them um, to just share their code open source or um, to be. Um, in many cases, very community uh, focused um, or to pay for the proper type of audits. Um, you know, every wallet company that I've ever spoken with is, is always like strapped for cash, um, even including MetaMask for many, many years. Um, we're, we're just challenged around effectively upgrading um, or adding new features in a timely fashion. And so what you end up with is um, a, is something that's very scary to the whole industry. And I think that it hasn't been solved yet, um, which is that we are all entrusting um, our, uh, you know, our funds to the weakest link. And in many cases, the weakest link is like three developers that are, have been working for the last two years off of a grant that they got from, you know, some hackathon that they won. Uh, I mean, I'm being, you know, a little, uh, facetious but in many cases that's uh you know that's that's kind of the reality of the situation is that uh wallets are underfunded under secured and 
that's why it's i think it's so important to work with something like a ledger obviously a ledger doesn't have the uh, ease of use of a mobile wallet um and you know it's you don't want to just carry your ledger around with you everywhere that you go or or use it um like the same way that you would use your cell phone but it is great that it's been many many years and the uh, the emphasis on security um around companies like uh ledger um have uh, you know created these situations where if you're using a hardware wallet um you're not going to be subject to these types of hacks and i think it's also indicative of the fact that ledger has a clear business model you know they they produce a very high quality piece of hardware they sell that they sell it at a uh, a reasonable price and i'm not associated with the company at all i don't get any benefits and you know i just i just love the product because i'm a user so i highly recommend if if you are just in general in crypto you shouldn't own more assets than what you're willing to to lose because it is you know a highly speculative space and it's very young um and it's changing very quickly but at the same time if you are um if you are dealing with a lot of funds it should only be on a hardware wallet and it should only be on a hardware wallet from one of the main uh reputable companies you know none of this like uh like random like third page on Amazon random hardware wallet and you should only buy a hardware wallet new don't use a second hand wallet there's a million different ways to uh compromise them um from the if you have physical access to them you know people can replace chips inside uh people can replace the USB key and put spoofs in there uh and and then steal funds through just like a uh a malicious US uh I mean not USB key a USB cable um it's it's crazy the extent that uh nefarious actors will go to try and compromise the the physical entity of a hardware wallet so if you're dealing again summary if you're dealing with a serious funds only use a hardware wallet and only use um a new hardware wallet that you bought directly from the manufacturer um so that's that's the first hack the second hack um of this week is a bridge hack and i would call it yet another bridge hack um i was looking at uh you know, I think it was it was the 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 main bridge that uh, Evmos was using, and um, and uh, uh, I think some uh, you know uh, there was another Polkadot chain that was using it, and it was 165 million dollars uh, was stolen from the the by the attacker, and it was a uh, it was a software exploit. Uh, I read one of the reports um, around that that outlined the uh, the code in the escrow. Um, that resulted in it, and this kind of just goes to show us that um, bridges, which are becoming more and more important in a multi um, uh, a multi chain world, um, are 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 so sensitive to these attacks. Um, again, because in many cases things are just rushed to market, um, and even if they are audited it's very complex code especially if it's a if it's a many to many bridge meaning it's a bridge that supports not just let's say from ethereum to solana but if it's ethereum to solana to near to uh ibc you know to um you know to polygon or or to avalanche you know if it's uh, one of these multifaceted uh many to many bridges so the complexity associated with them um is considerable and it's a very hard challenge to uh to 
make sure that it's secured, both in terms of all of the different endpoints, because again, you're only as secure as your weakest link. So if something breaks uh, on one of those chains, so then that can actually cause um, a, uh, a draining from the entire liquidity, which then in, in many cases is, is shared amongst all of the different endpoints. So, you know, all it takes is just one, um, you know, one uh, entry point uh, to have their guard down, and then that's it, it's game over. Um, and, you know, these drainings happen very quickly, and it's, uh, it's devastating because then you end up with a, a virtual token on the, um, on the child chain. You know, if you've got, like, let's say that you're, you're bridging Ethereum from, uh, you know, from uh, Ethereum to, uh, I don't know, let's say near or whatever, wherever it is. So Ethereum is the parent chain, near would be the, the child chain. And so you're locking up Ethereum um, on one chain and then, or on Ethereum, or you're locking up ETH. And then there is this virtual uh, or bridged ETH um, that is being minted on the other chain. And so then there's all kinds of different things that can be done, especially if there's, if uh, you don't even need to necessarily steal from the parent chain, you could also steal from one bridge to another, you could steal on the child chain, uh, because of some type of an exploit, and then swap that because there's all these liquidity providers on the child on the child chain, and then use another bridge to come back and then get the original ETH that way. And then again, you go through tornado cash or some other method. Um, and you, you know, you end up uh, draining the pools. So we've seen, you know, um, I think to date we're over uh, double-digit billions of dollars of funds that have been uh, stolen through bridge hacks. And we're probably not at the end of it. You know, I don't think that as an industry we've really learned our how to build good bridges. Um, I think that uh, that it is an ever-improving technology. And one of the things that I love about Cosmos. Um, is the uh, homogeneity of uh, IBC that uh, that the bridging technology is standard and really built into the infrastructure? And so, as more chains um, come up, uh, then and as there's interchain security introduced, then the likelihood of there being these major hacks um, on IBC, I believe, will go down over time. Now, I could be totally wrong, you know, like. Now, as I'm saying these words, I'm like, oh, gosh, I hope that, uh, like, I don't wake up tomorrow and there's, like, a big, uh, you know, like, hack and draining on, like, IBC channels. But um, it, it, in terms of just the infrastructure and the design, I think that there were a lot of design decisions that went into IBC that were focused on um, solving a lot of these issues that uh, general purchase, uh, general uh, purpose um, multi-point bridges uh, continue to suffer from. Well, that was certainly a lot to take in. Um, and thank you for that. Yeah, it's certainly, it, it really is crazy though. Uh, I know the Solana hack in terms of dollars and cents was almost a, almost a, a non-story, um, it being under $10 million, but the idea that it was 7,000 plus, 8,000 plus wallets, and that for the first many hours of it, no one knew what was going on is what made it such a story and so scary. Also that bridges that are hacked are mostly, mostly on scale. It's the hedge funds and VCs and whatnot that are affected while the Solana hack was, was, was retail mostly. Um, I mean, it was random, but 
a lot of retail that was hurt. Well, I think that was that also showed the, uh, a general um, uh, understanding. You know, if somebody is going to download some new wallet, um, they're not going to put a million dollars on that, or at least not if they, you know, the, the, there's there's no reason why a rational actor would put a million dollars on a on a, a cell phone wallet, regardless of how old it is. Just that's irresponsible. And so it is good, you know, it does uh, restore my faith in crypto humanity a little bit um, to, to know that the uh, dollar for dollar, the wallet hack um, wasn't, you know, that it, that it wasn't like a $500 million hack because uh, that would have been really detrimental to the space. Yeah. And uh, wow, with everything coming in, like Michael, Michael Saylor resigning as CEO, I know he's still chairman, but it just, it almost feels like something is lurking and all these, um, it was funny, but basically every day of this month, uh, there was some type of hack. So I think we're what, four days in a row. Well, I guess today, nothing technically happened new. So the day is not over, you know, it's It's not over. It's it's not over. And it's, it's, it's funny because we're at the height of the summer, you know, and there's, uh, like a, um, there's a lot of uh, um, a, a, there's there's a lot of uh, like uh, superstition for thousands of years around um, like uh, a, you know b- bad luck um, at this point in the summer. So I know that that's something that has been. Uh, I consider myself a superstitious person, um, and in a good way. Uh, and uh, and so it's always kind of like I feel like I'm the, these this time of the year. I kind of always feel like I'm walking on eggshells. And so it's been interesting, just like how you said, like waking up every day and then just seeing some new calamity um, in the space. Um, and with that, are there any questions from the audience? We have some new faces, some old fans. If anyone wants to jump up, I don't see anything. If, so if anyone does, you know, sometimes Twitter spaces is weird. So if you do want to come up and like maybe raise your hand or send an emoji. I don't know, Jonathan, if you see anything, because I'm not a host, so I don't think I see the option. The... No, I don't see, uh, I don't see any hands. Oh, uh, we had one question. What did somebody, somebody write something? Um, uh, earlier, I was participating in Levana Games from three wallets. Should I warp all my NFTs by connecting to three different Kepler wallets um, if I wish to play on three accounts? Um, right now, all my NFTs are warped to a singular Kepler account. So this is something that's interesting. So you can do a many to one, meaning from many different Terra wallets or, dra- or Dragon wallets to one uh, Juno wallet. Um, but if you, but there's no going back. Meaning, uh, I be- I believe that if you connect, if you do the warping from those three to one, then that's it. Then that's where your NFTs will be registered is to that one Juno wallet. So if you do want to register them to three different wallets, then you'll just have to either wait until the NFTs are minted and then you can move them to three different wallets. Or uh, at the time that you are warping, then you will need to uh, make sure that each that you switch to a different Juno wallet each time that you the each time that you uh, that you do you, you perform a warp. So I think that's the only question that I got. Um, Okay, uh, I read that Retrograde and Vortex Protocol are launching perp swaps on Cosmos. 
Are we concerned or excited for the competition? So our goal with Purpose is really to innovate in the methodology uh, and the uh, exactly how Purpose happens. There, to date, across all of crypto, I would say there's about 30 different uh, perpetual swaps. And in terms of um, automated market makers like Uniswap, there's hundreds of them. So I think we're in a growing market, uh, and it is something that um, that the that the market is growing, and there's a lot of room for innovation. Uh, there's a number of different ways to create perps that all have their own unique advantages and disadvantages, and allow for us for very different types of yield farming strategies. Some are strategies that have directional exposure, you know, where you're exposed to the price movement of the underlying assets. Some of them are um, cash settled through stable coins and then have liquidity in various different stable coins. And, you know, we all know um, from Terra that not all stable coins are, are created equal and some have more risk than others. Um, some have higher liquidity than others. Uh, and different platforms will have different assets on them. So we've put a lot of effort into our Perps V2 um, from seeing how the model that uh, we had been building uh, for Terra, um, our, first, uh, our first version, um, how it uh, was subject to uh, something called cascading liquidations, um, where one person's position crashing uh, could cause uh, insolvency on the entire system. And so if you look at something like uh, uh, perpetual finance, you know, you can open up uh, the website token terminal. And if you uh, go into the dashboard and you scroll down and you take a look um, at uh, at like perpetual finance, which was the the first um, point of success uh, for the the constant. It's called a constant product uh, implementation of perpetuals. So that um, really didn't uh, was was totally wrecked. Like that model, which was the model our first model that we built on, um, was totally wrecked during the crash. Um, and so we we chose not to move forward with that. Um, for building on the rest of Cosmos because the we want to really innovate and invent a new perpetual swap model, uh, which has uh, which is far more resilient both to attacks and to market meltdowns. And I think that we've succeeded at that. So we're very excited to uh, release something which is entirely unique. So looking at um, the other uh, protocols that are are out there, um, I don't want to comment on these two in particular, um, but many of them, just like uh, automated market makers, um, are are really just um, I'd say um, they're they're using the they they didn't uh, the the goal of the project wasn't to innovate. Um, the goal of the project was um, to uh, to focus on market share in a new market. You know, you take Uniswap. And then you bring it to Harmony, or you take Uniswap and you bring it to um, to Polygon, um, not to really innovate on Uniswap itself. And so our first model was was really that project where we took something that previously existed and we brought it over to Terra, and we were the first to release it on Terra. Um, now we've taken a different approach, which is to, to what we feel is to to really innovate and create something new. Uh, and we're very hopeful that the um, unique set of features that will be enabled um, through our perpetual swap and the cost savings. Uh, we really focused a lot also on fee structure. 
of, of ensuring that when you're taking heavily leveraged positions, you know, 20x or 30x leveraged positions, that the, uh, that the fee structure, the borrow rate, um, the cost of capital, the funding rate um, would be uh, highly competitive uh, against other previously existing models. So I don't know um, the model that uh, Vertex is bringing to, I believe it's on Sci Network or Retrograde. I'm not sure where they're publishing it, uh, theirs. But we're hopeful. We think that competition um, also creates innovation. And we've been heavily focused on innovation. And we're excited to share that. You know, we just, uh, we're just at the tail end of the, the white paper. We spent, um, after the crash of uh, Terra, we spent um, about two months uh, working out the math for this, uh, this new model of creating perps. And then we spent about another month actually getting it from uh, purely just being mathematical models to being uh, a proper white paper that somebody that, uh, you know, like a scholarly work that somebody could read and then understand. And then um, we've been circulating that now with uh, analysts to get second opinions and feedback on it. And um, the, the next step is to really uh, distill it down into blog posts um, and uh, tweet storms so that it can be read that the differentiators and the different types of um, of uh, trading strategies and farming strategies and yield generating strategies will be appreciated by uh, by you know uh, the, the 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 you know by somebody without a math background and so we're we'll, we're we're excited to get feedback and we're hopeful that the market uh, will appreciate the differentiators that we've put into this innovation um, over the last couple months. And right now we have a product that uh, I'd say is very close, is a few weeks away um, from being on testnet. And then it will be uh, then through the uh, educational material that we put out and through the uh, trading competitions that we create, um, we will um, you know, we're, we're optimistic that, that people will really like what it is that we've built and that they will um, prefer the cost-saving methods and the unique uh, yield farming methods um, uh, and the modularity. That was also something else that uh, we were really focused on is that we realized that um, instead of having one product with a whole bunch of capital, um, and especially bridged capital, um, you know, we just talked about how the, the advantage, you know, the, the difficulty of making bridges. Um, but imagine a perpetual swap, um, which really, uh, which is, uh, it's the, the model is called, uh, is called wellness. That's what we, we focused on. It's our well-funded, um, which means that it's impossible for the platform to become insolvent, to, to owe out more capital than, um, uh, than uh, to owe out more capital then is uh, in the collateral or in the vault of the the uh, decentralized application, and so as oh my gosh, I just realized I'm rambling. So I promise I would. Beach is here. Yeah. Maybe maybe Beach wants to come up and say something. Hey Beach, I don't know if we have to invite her up. Uh yes. Oh uh, wait, I think I'm supposed to do that. Let's see. We got. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a chicken sound for my Juno friends. Okay, there we go. Mark, 
Okay. Yeah, we we got uh, we got these. Thank you for the invite. Is, is, uh, did I just hear that you were uh, rambling? Uh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I I think I think that he saw your emoji show up and he was like, oh god. <laughs> 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 just teasing. Yeah. All right. Well, where are we up to? What are we talking about? Uh, well, we're talking so, about competition yeah. in the uh, perpetual space. Oh, that's a great question. Yep. So what we were, so the, uh, the short end of it um, is that we are excited for the concept of perpetuals to become a standard. Uh, we believe that it is a, it's a foundational uh, mechanism that in that is loosely associated um, with uh, futures in the traditional market, which is orders of magnitude larger in terms of daily trading volume than the spot market, whereas it's not even the same size, um, let alone orders of magnitude you know larger in the crypto market. And so we believe that that's both a technology challenge and a retail awareness challenge. It's easier to use Uniswap. Than it used to, is to use DYDX, and so by the um, growing popul popularity and distribution of perps, people will be more familiar with the concept. We think that people will prefer to use it. There will be higher daily trading um, and 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 trading fees on perps than on um, than on uh, swaps or spot market exchanges and. Then uh, as people get more familiar and more comfortable and they prefer it, so then they will naturally gravitate to the uh, perps that provide the, uh, the strategies that they're interested in, in performing. And I'll just give one such strategy that we're, we're really excited about is imagine if you could, um, if you could, um, if you could participate in an, AM, uh, an AMM. Uh, like become a, a liquidity provider without being uh, exposed to the uh, fluctuation of price of a volatile asset. So you can contribute to the Osmo USDC pair or the you know an Osmo Atom pair, and you can get the um, rewards that uh, are given out through superfluid staking, um, but not be actually exposed to the price of Osmo or um, uh, or Adam, so that is oh. not something that you currently can do with um, with DYDX or with GMX, um, and that's because uh, it's you know I don't want to get too much into the math, but it, it has to do with that the borrow fees and the funding rate um, I... is associated with the notional value and not um, just the the collateral. You can't control how much. Um, you you don't have nuanced control over the fees that you pay. Uh, but it sounds I, uh, like that was something that appeals to you. Um, someone in Juno just asked, "Who's Beach Dragon?" Who's Beach Dragon? How do you not know who Beach Dragon is? I know. So, like, really, it's like, who's Beach Dragon? Um, Juno community, That's Beach Dragon is the one and only Beach Dragon. Thanks for that. So, <laughs> So yeah, so if you've ever, so I've never watched Game of Thrones before, but uh, I, I am a redditor, so I've seen plenty of uh, memes about it. But I know that there's like a mother of dragons. So Beach Dragon is the mother of dragons. Oh. 
Hey everyone. Um, yeah, my other name is Mimi and I am uh, happy to be heading product at Lavana. So um, if you've played our games or are interested in the Lavana products, um, that's my team. Yep. And uh, yeah, and, and it's, uh, and it's so much more. It's, you know, it's also, um, you know, she's, uh, she's a, um, you know, uh, uh, she holds together the discord, um, you know, keeps, uh, you know, uh, keeps a lot of us in line. And, uh, you know, then she's just uh, a, a brilliant uh, game designer. Thanks for that. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Mother of Dragons. I see a lot of our um, a lot of our old time friends and some new people that I've never seen here before. It would be great if anyone would like to join us on the stage and request to speak. It's always great to hear questions. Um, if anybody has a question that they don't want to chat to us. So did you guys already talk about um, the exploits that happened this uh, past week? Yes, un unfortunately. Uh, we, we went through, uh, you know, the, the two main exploits. Um, there was another exploit that I, I, it's not coming to memory. So Jacob, if the you Git remember what it was. The GitHub oh, yeah, one? that's right. Ah, GitHub. So this is also very important. It's very important to, to understand, and this is also why, um, the open source community is uh, is so important, and the um, many projects are kind of built uh, ca like cascading one on top of the other. So you might not build a logging system yourself; you'll just use a an open source logging system whose code that you um, downloaded from GitHub or from some type of uh, uh, package manager like npm or or um, you know, on other other platforms. Now, what happens if somebody can actually get access to um, the GitHub repository and can sneak in a um, a malicious uh, line of code? You know, maybe it's something that you know prints out the seed phrase when the seed is generated and sends that over the network encrypted to you know North Korea or wherever. Um, so, if that line of code can get in there, and then that that uh, GitHub project now is used as part of uh, a larger project. Um, and then that is used as part of another larger project. So then it's, uh, it's a great opportunity for these, um, these exploits to just kind of act as sleeper agents that just get embedded into um, multi stages down within a software project where an, an auditor um, might even just gloss over it because they're like, oh yeah, Log.js? Oh, I know Log.js. I've been using that for years. That's definitely reputable and safe. But little do they know, Log.js had a dependency that was on something else and there was uh, an exploit that allowed for a nefarious actor to gain access to the GitHub repository and then to uh, sneak something in. And so then therefore now something that they glossed over actually became a critical exploit. Um, and uh, so it is really scary when you hear about these kind of fundamental um, foundational elements of software development that are, are getting exploited. So I don't remember the extent of the, uh, the GitHub hack, uh, but I do know that it is important uh, from a security perspective that um, changes to, to the code base um, should be uh, should be reviewed, and, and if there's anything that looks suspicious, that should be flagged. And people from a security perspective should be looking at the diffs um, and you know who had the right to commit. And 
there's a lot of uh, concepts of best practice around um, software development that uh, that um, hopefully will prevent um, you know these types of exploits from causing uh, major loss to anybody and you know and especially not retail. Absolutely, I think it was thirty five thousand repos, if I remember the last count, um, which is you know could be really significant or they could be. Um, not such a significant repos, but it is really important before you trust any software product, um, you know, to kind of look at the history that those um, founders have with regards to security. I think that all of us um, have gotten really used to like, oh, this website looks legit. It doesn't look like, you know, there's no like major spelling errors and it's not, um, it doesn't look so suspect. And we have to just remember that that's, um, that's usually not the case. And I think, um, I don't know, I don't know if you've already mentioned this, but you once said to me um, something that I I, I hear those words in the back of my head, which is, if you're about to enter your seed phrase into a website, you're going to get hacked. Yes. And that's actually what happened with this uh, software wallet, that people exported their seed phrase from Trust Wallet and then imported them into, um, what was the name of the wallet, Uh, uh, Jacob? Um, What was it? Yes. Gosh, no, no. I just I was just reading about it. Um, I'd never heard of it before this hack. So um, I, I, now I can't remember. But yeah, yeah. Um, so they um, so so people imported their wallet. And again, it's that's the case. Is that if you're ever in a situation where you're typing a seed phrase in, that that is the weakest point that you will ever be at in in terms of security. Meaning, just from the process of the fact that you are typing into a machine a seed phrase, you have opened yourself up to literally thousands of attack vectors. So I see uh, Miko um, has joined us. Hello, yeah, Miko. I'm also Alpha from our Discord. But uh, yeah, uh, thank you for answering my question about the perp swap competition. <clears throat> Running a business, I always thought, you know, having a competition is always good for everybody involved because it forces everybody to get a little bit more <clears throat> excuse me innovative and a little bit more efficient so everyone benefits yeah absolutely absolutely and and i think that it's also it's important um to continuously innovate and the the way that projects succeed is really trial by fire is that if you are um if you're simply you know copy pasta um then the, you you may have success um, in uh, in the short term, but ultimately, uh, I, I believe in a uh, in a rational market that the 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 product at least you know we work in the in the world of finance you know is uh, uh, in in crypto that the product that allows for the um, the widest stretch of uh, of strategies with the most competitive fees. Um, and the least amount of slippage and the lowest uh, amount of risk, that those will be the products that will that that users will naturally gravitate to. So those were the uh, some of the core uh, fundamentals that we took away, saying how we want to um, uh, how we want to uh, how we wanted to challenge ourselves and to to innovate in the market. And I, you know, and hats off. Um, you know, to uh, to the the architects that put in so many hours into uh, into to building this model, and it's the engineers that have been building that have been writing the code for it. And also, hats off to the mods. You know, 
the mods, um, the the mods, especially over the last uh, you know three months since the crash happened. I mean, you guys have just been unbelievable. Like the like to, in many cases, like uh, people's uh, worlds were decimated um, from the, the you know the the terror crash and then the, the subsequent uh, market meltdown. And you guys like stood like tin soldiers, like uh, unmoving, like just keeping the discord alive. And so I'm uh, just so honored to be able to work with such high quality moderators. Um, and to just thank you guys. Agreed. I, I also just want to call out everybody that's been involved in the community um, and, you know, kept the excitement coming and, and the excitement about their dragons. Um, it's really, it doesn't, it's not an, uh, a uh, expected reaction when, you know, the world that we were in, the, the lunar world that we were in comes crashing to a, um, you know, a very fast halt. And um, I think that the, the, Lavana community has been um, for many people a, a place of salvation and calm and peace and hope. And that is really a, a credit both to the moderators and also to all of the incredible members of our community that have continued to contribute and write and share and be there for one another. It is really something special. So do we have any other any other questions or anything else that we need to cover? Oh, one thing I wanted to mention also was that uh, when I was doing with, you know, uh, perpetual swaps, when I was just first learning about it, it felt very complicated. But then when I guess the UI came out for our Levana's testnet, it was easy for me to digest and actually start experimenting and playing around and actually, you know, taking part of it. So I really like the way that you guys approached it versus everybody else who took, I guess, the financially minded way of thinking, like they're trying to think of, every aspect in order to i guess um get everybody to join their protocol versus us where, where we're just trying to introduce and teach people how to start using it you know step one is always easier to understand than like step 12. that that's great feedback i really appreciate it and i i look forward to hearing your feedback about what the designers came up with for uh version two um which will be a little bit more complicated but still definitely within that realm of, uh, of, of simplicity, you know, it's not going to have all of the, the complexities of FTX or, um, you know, other uh, similar platforms. And uh, I think we're going to, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure if it'll happen to happen this weekend, but we're going to be uh, releasing some sneak peeks of the UI um, and getting some feedback and uh, would love to hear your, your feedback. And then, you know, we'll be rushing into to testnet, so you'll actually be able to initially just participate uh, to help with uh, quality assurance, and then subsequently um, participate in an incentivized testnet, where everybody that comes in and um, and uses it um, is going to, you know, is going to get uh, some type of a benefit, and then if you win uh, the competition, you know, you'll get uh, some great prizes. Oh, yeah. On that note, I, I heard you mentioning some games that are being coming up soon. I was dropping off my kids, so I kind of missed that part. Could you go over that again? Sure, Beach, you want to talk about it? Sure. So we have a whole bunch of games actually coming to the cave. Um, unlike in the past, you know, we had a bunch of different experiences in different locations. 
So we've unified everything into the Dragon Cave. So um, Cave Gaming is coming. I hope that we'll be launching um, the legacy games that we had had on Terra. In fact, as soon as next week, early next week, like maybe even you'll see them on Sunday. Um, after that, we have a new game um, to be added. So this is actually going to be a council game. So uh, we had Celine's Adventure, then we had um, a rack attack, and now we will have... Um, uh and um and then we had the lunar orbs and now we're going to have um a different game which is going to be council based and in addition to that we have alchemy which is um a game of combinations and explosions so that should be really fun and um we have a catch the dragons adventure which we are hoping to deploy with loop and let's see what else is coming and then we have a much larger um uh multiplayer environmental game that we are at work on and then, of course, the trading competition. So and the Discord game, which is going on now, and uh, we expect to last for about two or three weeks. So there's a lot of things um, on the horizon and coming down the pipe. And I'm excited to see all of the different ways that we are going to um, interact with and, and go on adventures together different experiences than we've had in the past. So, you know, what we're trying to do is continue to push the envelope of everything that's possible in terms of NFTs and, and GameFi. And the team has just done a really exceptional job. I think if you've, um, you know, warped your dragons or participated in anything so far, it's been really slick and easy to use. So that's exciting. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Great. So if we've covered everything um, from our list, we've talked about the GameFi, we've talked about the DeFi, we've talked about the trading competitions, talked about making sure that everybody's secure and never to type your seed phrase into uh browser was there anything else yeah. that we wanted to cover no i think uh say sufi i think that's it awesome well right. thanks everyone for joining us and we're gonna you know do our best to make sure that these happen um you know on a on a regular weekly cadence but we did want to variate possibly the time so that way we can make sure to get as many members of our community from around the world to be able to participate as possible um, so we typically have an AMA in the Discord once a week at the beginning of the week, and then an AMA here on Twitter later on in the week. Right, and we so have you. daily virtual happy hours in the conference room and dance parties, random dance parties. If you wonder what that is, well, you just have to come to find out. Exactly. And you can always oh, come and join and the council. <laughs> you can always come and play road, uh, the road to unwrecked which is currently on the discord on the lavana discord um everybody's invited no uh prior memberships ownership of anything is required just come and play up for grabs is five um one of five uh lavana dragon eggs plus a whole bunch of other prizes so definitely worth your time and go council and i guess <laughs> with that we can close up this ama if we have no further questions thank you all for joining and we will see you next week. Take care. Bye, everybody. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Lavana Protocol AMA with Jonathan Karras and Dragon Hodel and Beach Dragon. Recorded on Thursday, August 4th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. Watching these debates like what a bunch of noise when the illusion of choice outmaneuvers your voices. No one really knows what the fuck is going on here. Sitting in the bunker, waiting for the all clear. It's like we're getting steered towards the motherfucking iceberg. Captain all drunk deciphering where the ice lurks. And we thought 2020 was gonna be a nice year. Living with the plague like who brought the mice here? Try to think of it as another simulation. Game full of bugs, but it's still fun to play. It's like we're aliens, beta testing Earth. Did 
digging in the dirt, trying to earn a little girth. The beast is silent when it defeats the riders. Living outside, trying to meet this virus. If you want to watch it all burn from the sky rise, delete the science and increase the righteous. Living like a jerk, return to feed the worms. Vibing like a tree, just breathing out the words. Be careful outside, them police is violent. Feeling like I finally earned some peace and quiet. Down to eat a little piece of pie first Trying to be the fat kid you least admire Feast of fire when the beasts of burden Are getting all bored but at least we're certain We found the imposter living among us Fussing with hunches Another big chungus bludgeon Don't worry the fungus will clean up the guts And get us to function on fleeting assumptions I'll see through the rust from rush to rush Hour stacked up like a bunch of junk So hush your muff before we stuff your luck And break your fucking neck to this like Bust a bust, bleeding impulsive, the meeting controls it when breathing corrosive, no eating the bullshit, feeling the worth like it's gonna be a good year, now we're all tired, stop treading on the work here. Nice